You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello there and welcome back to Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast for the Bad Batch Season 2 episode, Entombed. I am, of course, your host, Michael Cohen, and with me, as always, we've got the altitudinous Kyle Avery. Hello down there. Uh, And (laughs) the illustrious Joe Hogan. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And... Uh, we're here on this podcast, Rebel Cells, to talk about the episode of Star Wars, The Bad Batch, Season 2, Entombed, starring D. Bradley Baker. And No, I, so I'm padding for time because we have absolutely nothing to say about this episode. There's, there's... There is nothing to discuss. Um, thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. Uh, no, it. Li- uh, listen, it was a good episode. I liked the episode. I watched it. I had a good time watching it. And then it ended, and I was like, "Okay, that's that's an episode of the Bad Batch." Uh, and uh, and yeah, so you know. I don't know. What do you guys have to say about it? Um, <laughs> not a whole lot. I mean, I agree with you. It was a fun episode. Um, and you know, I've I've seen a few people that really liked it, and I've seen a lot of people complaining about it being filler. And then you know, it brings up this whole discourse about oh, like why can't we just enjoy these fun adventure of the week episodes? Why does everything have to be super connected and plot driven and everything? And like. I mean, I, I certainly, like, I don't really have any complaints with it. I'm not like, oh, man, that was a boring filler episode. It was just, you know, it was a, a fun Bad Batch adventure of the week. Um, wasn't super memorable. I don't have a whole lot to, like, analyze or, or, you know, add to the conversation around it. Except that at the very end, when they awake the giant, big monstrosity, you know, mechanical thing, I thought that was really cool. And, I've you know, I, I've seen a lot of speculation about this, and I... I thought this myself watching the episode for the first time that it looked like uh something from the zepho culture from uh jedi fallen order mm-hmm. like it has kind of the similar head shape to it and obviously is a big mechanical thing and you fight a bunch of zepho you know mechanical like temple guards and stuff and then it shoots this big blue laser beam out of its chest which those guys do as well so um yeah. and then um the the um pirate lady whose name i can't even remember um that's because her that's because her name isn't a name it's just a sound it's fee okay that's what i I, yeah it's it's like it's v or fee or something like that yeah p-h-e that's her name is is she played by wanda sykes because that's all i hear when she's yeah yeah Yeah, she's thank god because all i hear is space wanda sykes every time she speaks (laughs) um but uh yeah so um 
you know, she says something about it being part of like an ancient culture and, and the hunter asks like, oh, like, is it from the Jedi? And she's like, no, it's older, you know, some like culture of ancients or something like that. So uh, that could, uh, you know, very well be um, hinting at some some Zepho ties. I doubt it's going to go any further in that, you know, as far as the season of Bad Batch. I don't think they're like planting seeds for a bigger storyline. Um, I don't know if we'll ever get official confirmation that that's what it is, but it was cool to see something that at least looked similar and be able to speculate about that. Um, and that was kind of the biggest takeaway for me that after the episode, I was thinking like, whoa, is that what that was going? You know, that was kind of the the thing that stuck with me the most afterwards. Everything else was mm-hmm. like, eh, that was fun. You know, it was a little yeah. Indiana Jones inspired. Oh, we're going in this tomb. We're solving some puzzles, you know, so yeah, you know, I, I I think that this show is suffering a little bit from too many characters sometimes. Like last week, one thing that Joe and I talked about a lot was that getting rid of uh, Hunter and, and Echo for an episode was a really good idea because it allowed us to focus on some other characters. And then bringing them back, it was just like, yeah, here comes Wet, wet Blanket Hunter. <laughs> Every time everybody's anybody's doing anything fun, there's Hunter going like, I think this is dangerous, you guys, which like in a very like in a real world scenario, I think that Hunter is a very useful guy to have around in that respect. In an adventure show about a Star Wars, it's a little bit like uh, we we actually want we actually want to watch the show, though. Hunter, can you just like can you ease up a little bit on the on being a bummer? Uh, uh, He's just a bummer dad now. But anyways, Joe, what did you think of the episode? I don't know. It was fun. I liked it. I I feel useless right now. Yeah. Like I I genuinely have nothing to say about it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Ad- adventure episode, Indiana Jones vibes, Jedi Fallen Order, throwbacks kind of, we think. I don't know. Uh the Zepho thing looks like the towers from Horizon Z- yeah. Zero Dawn and yeah. the other one Fall uh Forbidden West. Yeah. Tall next. That's it. That's all yeah. I got. That's yeah. all I got. Like I, it was fun. I, I'm really like I'm digging in my memory for something of substance, and there just wasn't. This is anything for me. Yeah, this is the problem with this episode. It's a fun adventure, but it's like an episode of Scooby Doo, right? Like our characters start in one spot at the beginning of the episode of Scooby-Doo. I've been watching a lot of Scooby-Doo lately. If you've listened to past <laughs> episodes, you know that. Um, and, and by the end of the episode, they have learned nothing. They have not progressed at all. There is no character development. They are the same people at the beginning that they are at the end of the episode. And then the next time we see them, they're going to be exactly the same. And that's fine for certain types of stories. But I think we got really accustomed last season to each episode having some sort of character development in it. Um, and although this episode it's really funny because we've been having this conversation online a lot lately about like character as plot, plot is character, right? Um, there is no character arc for anybody in this episode. You think for a minute that Fee might have a little bit of one mm. where like, I guess she's going to like, learn her lesson of like, Oh, I put you guys in danger by, you know, jumping in and not thinking about what I'm doing. Um, and then the end of it, she's like, yeah, no, that's what an adventure is. And you're like, okay, so you've learned nothing. 
uh and and omega learn nothing which like that's the prime like omega's the main character she should be learning stuff every week uh but she really didn't hunter didn't like even learn to loosen up at all right <laughs> basically the way this goes down is that like hunter they're like fee is like like the uh, i omega and wrecker come back with a bunch of junk and uh tech is like you guys came back with a bunch of junk and Fia's like, no, no, this one thing is actually a, uh, it's a compass. I, uh, Nito, it's a compass. It points at treasure. And then Hunter's like, that sounds like a waste of time. And then everybody's like, Hunter, you're being lame. We're going to go hunt for the treasure. And Hunter goes, I guess I've been peer pressured into hunting for the treasure. So they go. And then they're there. And he's like, everybody be careful while hunting for the treasure. And then they're not, they're decidedly not careful. They're very reckless about it. Uh, And then, and then there's a brief moment in like the beginning of act two where they're inside the, that tunnel that shifts around. Right. And Omega is smart and solves the problem. Right. And so you're like, Oh, cool. So like we're establishing that, that Omega has got like, a knack for this sort of thing doesn't really not relevant for the rest of the episode. Not going to come back just just in that scene. Uh, and then and then everything goes wrong repeatedly. And Hunter repeatedly goes, "You see, I said things would go wrong." And then at the end of the episode, he's like, "I told you guys that that would be dangerous." And and then they get in their their ship and they blast off. That's the whole episode. It's just like it's like Hunter being like, "This is dumb and a waste of our time." Uh, and it's dangerous and reckless. And then at the end of the episode, him going, I told you so. And everybody going, yeah, whatever. It was fun, though. Um, and then and then they blast off. And that's that like so like I feel like that's kind of what we're reacting to is that like it was all plot and no character. I I wouldn't even say like nobody else even really got to do anything other than fee. Uh, Hunter and Omega. The rest of them were just like set dressing. I mean, like Echo. I think Echo said like one word in this one, and <laughs> and Tech was like, "This is a bunch of garbage." And that that's the that's what the two of them got to do. Um, and then they found a fifth element stone uh, stuck in a wall and pulled it out, and then it turned into a, a a Zord from Power Rangers. And we were like, "Yeah, that's pretty cool." <laughs> And then the droid got killed and everybody was okay with it. I don't understand that part. Can we talk about that part? Well, everybody... she said she keeps a, a backup of his memory. So, yeah, but um, that's not the same thing, right? Right. Can we all agree that that's not the same thing? Yeah, it's not the same thing, but it's better than it, you know, ceasing to exist altogether. Did they bring this droid because they didn't want to kill Gonky on the mission? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I have to imagine. Insert an expendable droid. Um, It would have been much more interesting had the droid not been destroyed, right? Like, had it, like, it would have been a much more captivating scene if it had been like, oh my god, oh my god, they're about to kill this droid, and then at the last second they shut the thing down, and it's just, and we get like a good comedic moment of like the droid like sighing a big sigh of relief and like falling over or something. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. As opposed to like, and then we nuked the droid because like this thing's dangerous and it could nuke the ship. And it's like, I don't, 
I don't know. It was also just destroying stuff. And that to me was like, we did, there was no context. There was no, we didn't learn anything about whatever these ancients are. It just, Mm -hmm. stuff just kind of happened in the episode. And so it felt very much, it felt very much like an episode of Scooby-Doo, but without the like, without the satisfying reveal at the end. This was watching your friends do an escape room and not participating. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know what it is? It's the, 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 the dungeon master is, uh, has been really busy lately and didn't have time to prep a session. So they just grabbed a module off of their shelf and you guys just ran a module for the evening. And it was like, yeah, I guess like we went into the dungeon and there was like, there was traps and there was a, there's a monster and um, I don't know. We all got out of it. So I guess like, good job team. I don't <laughs> even remember what happened to that monster. It got it. it they, no, they, Just... they, once it was, once the thing was up and moving, mm-hmm. they, it attacked them and they, they broke the glass. Cause I think it was like tech was like, shoot the glass. And no, was it tech? I don't know. One of them was like, shoot the glass. And so Omega shot the glass a whole bunch of times and then Wrecker grabbed it and and did a so long King Bowser to it right oh, out the okay. window. <laughs> and it and that was it. It was gone. Well, no, no, no. Because they had to pull the stone back out of it or put it back in. It was like they, they had because the artifact. No, no, no. we're talking back. about the monster. We're talking about the beast, the, 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 yeah. the not the not a Nexu. We're not yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. the. But it was. With the not a Nexu? Oh, yeah, the, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. That, not I, the robot. I, I completely not the forgot that that was in there. Bingo. <laughs> See, that's my point. Like, I don't remember what happened to the. I remember it being. Yeah, early, when you said what happened to the beast, I thought you were talking about what happened to the robot at the end. No. I oh, yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at the Wikipedia at Wrecker's instruction. Omega shoots the window open and Wrecker hurls the beast out. That yeah. was like. That was actually I noted it because it was funny because it was like he 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 grabs it by the tail, spins it around 360. Right. And then yep. and then lets it go out the window. And I was like, huh, somebody played Mario 64 because <laughs> it was it was it was very Mario 64. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like. This is the thing. It, it, it was completely disconnected from the rest of the Star Wars galaxy. This could have been an episode of nearly any science fiction fantasy show. Um, And I think that that maybe is a little bit of like the disconnect. It's not that it was bad. It's just that like it also wasn't really particularly good. Um, I don't know. Here's here's my thing. Here's the bigger conversation. A bunch of people got access to the screeners for bad batch and have watched the first 14 episodes of 16 right so everything but the two-part season finale the response when that happened was everybody being like bad batch season two back at it great season really positive response from everybody who binged 14 episodes over the course of like 24 48 hours Mm -hmm. right watching it now week to week uh, you guys know because i've been saying like i'm not i'm not watching them in advance right mm-hmm. after finishing last week's episode i was like should i just watch the next one <laughs> should i just keep going because it was so because it 
it wasn't even like even saying that it was lackluster is giving this episode I think more credit than it deserves because if it were lackluster, then at least there would be something of note. They didn't do anything wrong in this episode, right? Like there's like no, no mistakes were made. And yet the episode is still entirely forgettable and just kind of, you know, uh, it's, it's room temperature water, right? It's like, it's not cold. It's not warm. It's just somewhere in the middle and it's fine. If I need water, I'll drink it. But I, but I'd rather have cold water or hot water because at least those are sensations. Right. But this episode was just like, yep. Bad batch. Wanda Sykes is a character now, I guess I, there, there might be an aspect there that they thought that we were going to be into fee more than we are. Um, And I don't know, maybe other people are. I couldn't help but sit there the whole time going, it'd be way better if this was Hondo. Oh, way better man. if this was Hondo. Mm, right? Yeah. And like and 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 at the same time, last year or last season was all cameos. But like I don't know, Hondo doesn't count. Hondo is just a cameo, right? Even in the series that Hondo originates from. He is a cameo in that series. If you started a series like an animated Star Wars show that was like Hondo and the pirates of the third moon of Viego or whatever, right? Like if if he had his own show and his name was always oh, top billing, he'd still be a cameo in every single episode of that show <laughs> because Hondo is just a cameo. That's all like you you go to Galaxy's Edge and he's up there and you're like, there's Hondo. Hondo doesn't need character development. Hondo doesn't need to learn a lesson at the end. We actually want him to stay the same. We want him to be a static character. We want him to, we want to make a joke about the fact that he doesn't learn anything at the end. Right? Like we want him to hang out with Ezra and for Ezra to like rub off on him a little bit, but not enough that he actually becomes a better person. Right? Yeah. Um, and we want him to show up at the end of Rebels and be a part of like, you know, the whole uh, Mass Effect 2 mission. But, but, <laughs> but also he doesn't learn anything by the end, you know, um, because by the time that we get to Galaxy's Edge in the, in the sequel era, he's still doing the same stuff. You know, like that's that's exactly what we need Hondo to be. So he would have been a perfect character for this because at least then we would have had the like, see, sooner or later everybody hangs out with hondo like it's it's just it's a this is becoming like a law of the the star wars galaxy that like if your character is a, is if your season your series goes enough seasons uh hondo will show up right <laughs> like hondo in season three amando come on let's go right like oh like, my uh, god don't 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 see He's, i don't listen i don't necessarily don't. want him in season three of mando i think bringing him in in ahsoka would be perfect because oh, especially like man. once they once they find ezra and bring him back into the oh, fold sure. and then they could have something where they need a smuggler or something and ezra's like i know a guy when oh we my god oh when my we god. get to when we when we get to the crossover right like when we get to whatever the big movie event thing is at the end of all of the mando stories hondo will be there there's no way there's no way that we got Cad Bane and Book of Boba Fett. We're not getting Hondo in one of these shows eventually. But I feel like because of that, we might as well just go full tilt on the Hondo rant now. Um, I, I Maybe it's just me. I kind of hope, like if, especially if they are going to do that, and I think it's highly likely, I wouldn't mind them keeping him out of Bad Batch. Because 
as much as I, I see what you're saying about him basically just being a, a walking cameo and he's, you know, just a fun character that you never take yeah. too seriously. At the same time, I don't need everybody in the galaxy to have met Hondo because it's like, you know, we can have him show up in a lot of places and have it, you know, be fun. But like, you don't want to push that suspension of disbelief too far. And, you know, a lot of people complain about, oh, you have all these cameos and it makes the galaxy feel too small. And for the most part, I don't buy into that because I like seeing all these characters together. But I'm just like, you know, Hondo doesn't, doesn't need to know everybody. If he's coming to live action soon, I'm okay with them leaving him out of that. No, see, I totally disagree. I, I like, like, I, Hondo is at this point now like a I like a raw element of Star Wars. Adding him to Galaxy's Edge and making him a permanent fixture at Disneyland put him in a status for me that's like like Hondo is like I I don't know what, what like like a like like having an astromech like you have to have an astromech in your thing right like you have to have some you got to have a spaceship in your Star War at some point and you got to have a Hondo in your Star War at some point if you want it to be a real Star War and like that to me like he is he there's an essence in that character to me that is something that every single Star Wars story can benefit from is every single star Wars story going to use Hondo? No, he's not going to show up in Andor, right? He would be very out of place in Andor. That's exactly why I look at Andor and go, this is not the best star Wars. You guys, is it a phenomenal television show? Yes. Is it stellar maximum? Absolutely off the wall production value, writing performance score, Everything, all of it, crank to eleven. There is not, there isn't a single thing out of place in Andor. Is it the best Star Wars? Far from it. Far from it, because it it actually takes a lot of the things that are Star Wars and it goes, oh no no no, that's for children. And that's exactly why, like, I I look at Andor and I go, like, okay, fine. I just don't want all my Star Wars to be that way, right? Like every once in a while, it's fine. You guys want to do a big prestige Star Wars show? That's fine bring me back my book of Boba Fett. It, it like, I think, cause for a lot of people it had the opposite effect, right? We've talked about this, that a lot of people are like, man, Mando season three better step it up in order to keep up with Andor. And I'm like, no, it for me. It's, it's the complete opposite. Like, like Mando better meet a talking Dianaga on, in season three. <laughs> like, like like Grogu Mace Windu better show up in season three of yeah like 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 Grogu <laughs> better like get a smaller rancor that he rides around on like <laughs> like I don't like get it like Pelly better be in every single episode you know what I mean like like that's the like we got just to balance out how anxiety inducing and serious Andor was I gotta have I gotta have it go extra silly on the Mando um i obi-wan is is straight down the middle right obi-wan kenobi to me which is why it's it's my best star wars series of last year not just because it's about obi-wan kenobi but because i think that that deb chow like she gets it of like what elements you need to have in order for it to be a star war and you gotta have you gotta have racist neo-nazi mole man 
It's got to be in there. If you don't have racist neo-Nazi mole man, you didn't make a Star Wars, right? And Andor doesn't have, we got, how, there's 12 episodes of Andor. There's so yeah. much content in there and it's just a bunch of people talking to each other. There isn't even a sassy droid in it yet, right? And we know he's coming. We know K2 is coming and we're going to get K2's origin story in season two, but like he's not in any of season one. And and B two I love, but B two is not in, in nearly enough of the series for it to really mean anything. His scenes his scenes are meaningful, but like he's not R two, he's not Chopper, he's not BB eight, right? Like he's he's he is a supporting character at best, not a part of the crew, right? Um, and that's because Andor is just about him. Like it's just it's it's a it's a very very different perspective on that one. And then, like Bad Batch is exactly like Obi Wan for me. Like Bad Batch, straight down the middle in terms of like what like what do we need to be a Star Wars. And it's they have all of the elements all the time. Like they're they're very consistent about it. Even this episode, the like that's not the problem with this episode. It's not like I'm looking at this going like, man, we really needed like an element of Star Wars. I don't know. Maybe a lightsaber would have made it cooler, but but it wasn't needed. It wasn't necessary. The Jedi are not present in this part of the timeline. They weren't for the majority of season one, and we were fine with it, right? So like it's it like I feel like like they've got all of the, have you guys seen Lightyear? You guys seen the movie Lightyear? No, not yet. Okay. There's a thing. There's a thing in that. It's a reference to toy story. Uh, Cause in toy story, they go to the pizza port and they, the, there's the slurpees that are like, it's the rocket fuel slurpee machine. Right. And it's like, you're filling up your slurpee cup with different types of rocket fuel. And so in Lightyear they work that into the plot that like they need to make the hyper fuel and in order to make the hyper fuel there, it's like a thing. There's four, it's four colors. It's like yellow, red, blue, and green. And you got to get like the right percentage mixture of these four. And it's like, it comes out as like a slurpee into the thing and then turns into a crystal (laughs) in any case, like there's a, there's a, there's a right balance of like those four things in order to make a good star Wars. And this episode of bad batch has the right mixture of those four things. We got spaceships, we got blasters, we got a weird alien, we got f- funny jokes, funny quips, right? We got some sort of a, of a pseudo religious, uh, ancient something or other, right? Like, like it's got all the things that make it good star Wars, except for the, one of the most important things that makes a good star Wars, which is like character stories, the character based stories, right? Like those are the ones I don't know if I want like this, this episode reads like a Wikipedia entry, right? They went to this place. They did this thing. They did this one other thing. They got this rock. And then there's like a little asterisk next to the rock that if you click it, it opens another page that tells you like behind the scenes, this is meant to be a rock from the fifth element. And then, and then they go and do this other thing and this other thing. And then the episode ends, right? Like at no point in time, or is it like, and then Wrecker has a meaningful moment with so-and-so or, and then tech learns the value of friendship or, you know, like there's just, there's just nothing like that in there. And it just, it's just it's 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 like a without that element, it's like a it's like a soda that's been open and just like left open for two days. And you look at it and it looks like a soda and it tastes like a soda. But if there's no bu- bubbles, right, like like have you ever had a flat Coke 
it's just not the same. Like it's gross. It's like, it just, it's just off. It's not right. It, it's got to have the bubbles and there were no bubbles in this episode. It just, it didn't effervesce at all for me. I don't know. Yeah. And I think if anything, like the, the one bit of, uh, character development that they may have been going for feels like something that they already kind of did in like the first couple episodes of the season, which is, you know, you kind of like you have Omega on this adventure and she's all excited because mm-hmm. they're going after treasure and then they don't end up getting the treasure in the end. But it's like, but it's okay because you got to explore and see the galaxy and you've got your squad with you. And like, that's, what's really important. Um, and I feel like, like, again, they did that in the first two episodes and I feel like it was done better in those ones where like the guy on um gosh what's the planet sereno sereno where you know because they're trying to get the the treasure vault of count dooku and everything but like the guy gives her a a kaleidoscope and she's you know totally awed by that and like they don't get the treasure at the end but she gets to keep that and like that's her treasure and again it's like even though they didn't get the riches like she got new experience she got to you know discover something new and cool that she'd never seen before and it's like that's the real treasure and so now it's like they were trying to do that again here but sort of less effectively um and again you know i i agree with everything you said like it's not i i kind of feel bad for like like i don't want to make it seem like i hated the episode or anything and again you know i was seeing like the discourse online about oh this was filler and a waste of time and i was like yeah, well i thought yeah. it was fun it's like i want to defend it from people that hate it but yeah. then I just don't have like a ton of great stuff to say about it aside from like it was fun and I enjoyed it and it's Bad Batch and don't take it that seriously. Like if you want mind blowing Star Wars that's advancing the plot and connecting to the universe and everything like we've got less than two months till Mando comes out. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 100 percent like it. it um, It was a it was a it was a real reminder these last two weeks, in fact, of. Like, hey guys, this is a this is a kids this is a cartoon show for kids. You guys, <laughs> yeah. So like, settle down, settle down a little bit. Um, which is interesting because there's a, there was a lot of conversation about like, is Bad Batch for the intended audience, or is it actually like, is this actually for for grown ups? Um, and I mean, I still think that it sort of splits the difference. I think that that the storylines for like. You know, it's got it. It's it. It's got the the current trend is is baked right into it, right? You have you have a, a grumpy dad uh, with a, a a kid that doesn't uh, listen and uh, goes off on adventures, right? Like, I I Pedro Pascal is two of them. Um, <laughs> like like this this uh this whole trope of of you know like uh, um, a single adventure dad. <laughs> is like it's in this although there's a the single dad is split into five guys so it's like single dad plus multiplicity um but <laughs> i i <clears throat> yeah i it, it but at the end of the day it is like this is a cartoon show aimed at kids and so the adventures are for kids um and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that and that's why i say like this episode did nothing wrong it did nothing wrong but it also just kind of sat there it just kind of, yeah. It just kind of, it just kind of exists. And in a rewatch, like <clears throat> you know, you know, we talk about like Clone Wars. You know, there are some phenomenal episodes of Clone Wars, and then there are some ones that you can just skip over, like Blue Shadow Virus. I mm-hmm. uh, this is one of those episodes. If somebody was like, "Oh, what are the what are the episodes of Bad Batch that I need to watch?" I'd be like, "Not this one, not Entombed." 
It's uh, here. You know what it does? The only thing, the only mistake that it makes, the only thing that it does wrong. It's got like definite Indiana Jones vibes without being anything even close to an Indiana Jones. I should, I should, I'll, I'll rephrase that. It has Indiana Jones references without anything coming even close to an Indiana Jones vibe. I think that's more accurate, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's fair. like <clears throat> it's like if you were to watch Indiana Jones with the sound turned off, like no music, just the sound effects, no music, no music, no Indiana Jones theme at all. Right. That's what this, that, like it, when we talk about there being like Indiana Jones stuff in this episode, that's what we're talking about. It's just like, I don't know, every once in a while you might hear a whip crack that's kind of exciting, but for the most part, it's just not doing it, right? Like you like that music is is the is the emotion. It's the it's the backbone of of a of an Indiana Jones adventure. Without it, what are you doing, right? So it's, it was a little bit of that. I don't know. It's just kind of like I was never worried about anybody. <laughs> throughout the episode like that's the stakes were non-existent right it was just like okay well what are they gonna do what's gonna happen yeah i think yeah, we I were think, supposed I, to I be more like i think a, i think a simple way to improve the episode is you're right like maybe have some more comedic stuff with the droid at the beginning like yeah make us like the droid more and then at the end make it seem like they're gonna kill the droid and then don't so then yeah. you've got you know some some stakes to uh you know something to invest in and then some payoff when you know, and they kind of save the day at the end. Cause you know, you're they're, they're not going to destroy the ship. Yeah. Um, and when the droid got killed, it was like, Oh, that's sad. We like that droid, but like, we didn't like him that much. Like we didn't, you know, didn't really get, to he was him. there. Yeah. Yeah. The, or sh- I, was it, was it, a, I don't know if we're misgendering the droid. I don't oh, remember. No. Did they, did they, Mel is the droid's name. Of all the droids in the galaxy, that droid was definitely one of them. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember that it looked like a big soda can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. If if he and Gonky became friends, I would have been like, "Yep, this droid has to be protected at all costs." Now, yeah, yeah. he has a friend. Have we seen Gonky this season? No, that's why I'm upset that it was this droid and not Gonky, and then they yeah. just destroyed him for no reason. Yeah. 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 It's fine. It's all fine. It was it I was kind of like playing uncharted and solving the puzzles and doing all that stuff and the characters talk to each other but don't really say anything of substance and you're just waiting for the next cutscene to play. That's what this episode felt like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I like the Uncharted games, so I I like the things that I they do say too. But like the 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 story doesn't take place while you're solving, you know, Magellan's uh, sundial. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not where the story in those games is. They're fun. They're fun to figure out, but yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, so it's just like just like watching somebody play yeah. Uncharted. It was a let's play, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you know what. Joe, you haven't said a lot this episode, but that you said that I think makes it worthwhile. I think I think you did it. You 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 contributed. You contribute. You pulled All your right. weight on this cool. one with that alone. Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, man. I think I think the other I think the other piece is just like in the current climate. 
you know, coming off a of willow, which is just like all character all the time. Like, let's just like every, every single second of willow is like, let's develop some character here. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the other thing that's like willow's done now, but, but, um, but the last of us is currently happening and that's, you know, where I'm sure Kyle, you're watching the last of us, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course. So like, we're all like in that world now and it's like, I don't know. I think I need a little bit more. (laughs) I I tweeted today. I, and, and it seems to have gotten some traction. People agree with me that the last of us is what the walking dead thinks it is. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I, I saw that and I was like, I can't, agree or disagree with you because i haven't watched the walking dead but like i had no interest in it and i am really interested in the last of us like i'm typically i'm kind of new to the horror genre anyways i've never really been that much into horror stuff but i've been getting more into it recently with like mike flanagan shows and stuff but um particularly like zombies and undead is always just being like ah whatever um yeah but the last of us is doing it really well in a way that like i've never been interested in before so yeah, so you've got you've got a show there that's like that's that's um I mean this week's episode, not to make this a Last of Us podcast, no spoilers for anybody. But I uh, but this this week's episode isn't just like cuz people are like, "Oh my god, finally a video game adaptation that blah 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 blah." And that all that whole discourse and it's like I video game adaptation, zombie show, genre, horror, whatever, throw it all out. I don't care. None of that's relevant. It is an hour and 16 minutes of compelling entertainment. It is just like, it's an individual singular masterpiece. And like, that's what, like, that's where we're at that we got stuff like that. And we got, you know, I, I, and, and then we got this episode of, of bad batch. That's not competing. Cause obviously they're in very different zones, but just like, I could talk about that episode of the last of us for three hours and we're at 44 minutes on this one. And a lot of that is, you know, us finding things to talk about on this one. Yeah. And I'm good. I'm good. I think we could wrap it up here, you know, like, well, it's funny. It's funny. You bring up those, you know, that episode, because these are the only two shows that I'm actively watching right now. Like as mm-hmm. soon as they debut, I'm, I'm watching them. So mm-hmm. when this, when bad batch debuts at 3am, I'm awake, I'm watching it. When last of us debuts at 9pm, I'm awake and I'm watching it at 9pm. And this week, well, you know, this week, last of us and last week for bad batch. I had, I, I wanted to immediately see the next episode for two completely different reasons. I wanted to see the next episode of Bad Batch because I felt kind of starved for what's going to happen next. And then I wanted to see Last of Us because I was so satisfied with just what happened. And now I really want to know what happens next where Bad Batch was just like, ah, I, this episode wasn't for me. What else do you have? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So they're yeah. two very different, I guess, competing feelings. And, and again, like I liked this episode too. It was, it was fun. I enjoyed it while I was watching it, but at the end of it, I was like, Oh, all right. I guess I didn't really get it, a lot out of this. It's it, the, the, the thing that makes it difficult. And this is one of those where we're at an intersection of, of the reasons why I wanted to stop podcasting about star Wars. Right. Um, which is that when you podcast about star Wars, especially in the way that we do where we're doing review episodes, you have to have an opinion Mm. right 
And so you get pulled into the the quote unquote discourse, right, on on the internet because that's the easiest way to have an opinion on this stuff. And like I don't wanna, <laughs> right? <laughs> like this is a really good example of why I don't wanna. Because having an opinion on this episode kind of cheapens the whole experience because I really just want to watch this episode and then move on to the next thing. But then we have to podcast about it and we got to make it worth everybody's time, I guess. So we have to have, there has to be something to talk about. And like this episode is so sort of like bereft of things to actually talk about that. Here we are at 45 minutes in talking about, whether or not there are things to talk about instead of talking about star Wars. It didn't, it didn't open up any new avenues of like, hmm, I never thought about that before. Uh, it didn't, it didn't, you know, put a, put a twist on, on a, on a classic star Wars trope or anything like that. It may be referred to a thing from a video game. Maybe we're not sure if it, if that was the goal, if that was what we're supposed to be talking about with this episode, then it should have been explicit. It should have been very clear. And we should have gotten some sort of a reference to Fallen Order. And then, then we'd have something going, right? As it is, yeah, it, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of evidence that points towards the idea that this is a Zepho thing. Why is it destroying stuff? We don't know. Are we ever going to find out? Probably not. Right? Like, I don't, unless, unless in a couple of months we boot up Fallen, or sorry, Jedi Survivor, and it's like second mission is like, hey, we're going to, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, the Kaldar Trinary System. And you're like, wait a second, what? And then we get to this planet and it's been like, cause this happens, what, like a couple of, like a year after order 66, right? We're still kind of, I don't know. The timeline's a little bit fuzzy, but yeah. we're like a year or two after order 66 and then fallen order is like 10 years later, right? Fallen, like well, fallen order is five years after. And then Jedi survivor is supposed to be another five years after that. So by the, Oh, season, for real. Okay. So we're at 10 yeah, years. Yeah. So it's been, so it's been like eight years since this happened. Right. And, and, and like, you know, like you, you land the, the, the mantis and there's like off in the distance, you can see the top of this, uh, uh, this Pokemon. Um, cause it looks, <laughs> it looks like, it looks like Arceus, Arceus, Arceus. I don't know how you pronounce that one. Uh, Arceus. I actually had to look that up today. Yeah. I uh, so I, uh, yeah. And it's like, oh, cool. That's where we're going. Oh, cool. That's from that episode of bad batch. And then, you know, you're going through it and you find, I don't know, did one of them drop something at some point? Uh, sure. Who knows? Sure. Yeah. And I'm we sure find somebody, it. we find something somewhere along the way. Yeah. We find Tex wrench or something and it's like, Oh, this looks like it belonged to a clone. Uh, no, Cal has that ability. Cal has, Cal has the ability to touch oh, things. And yeah. See stuff. yeah. 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 You're right. That would be rad. That would be rad. What if, what if in a couple of months we're just like absolutely eating our words on this one? We're all just sitting there, we're playing Survivor, and it's like, are you kidding me, guys? But are you, you know kidding what? me? That would that would almost make me even more disappointed that there wasn't like a more meat to the story. That it was, and because it wasn't it, explicit, right? 
Well, no, not even that it wasn't explicit. Because I think, I mean, honestly, I'm fine with it being kind of vague. Because as of mm. right now, it has no bearing on the plot. It's kind of there as an Easter egg where it's like, if you've played Fallen Order and you know about the Zeppo, it's like there's enough there that you could assume that's what it is. But it's not, you know, you're it's kind of left up to the audience's interpretation. Um but then if they go and and confirm it and like let's say Cal actually and I don't think this is going to happen in the game but if if Cal were to touch something in the game and have a flashback to the bad batch on that planet I'd be like oh well now you've spent all this time building up this connection to an episode where nothing really happened as <laughs> yeah. opposed you know when you could have done it to you know some cool plot that ties into like what the empire is doing with clones during the time of Jedi survivor or something like that I don't know yeah. So, what if yeah, we just I, don't I have don't all the pieces that would, yet? That would yeah. enrich this episode in any way. And I certainly would feel like, yeah, it's kind of a wasted opportunity to throw back to that episode that I didn't really care that much about. <laughs> well, I tried. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you. I tried, and therefore no one can criticize me. I, I mean, that's it. I, th- I really, I that's it for this episode. You know, I think that we could we would probably find other things to sort of uh, drone on about. But but I think it's I think it's fair to the audience for us to just say we did it. Uh, and we talked about it. And uh, let's hope that next week is the episode with Gunji and that we can yeah. talk. About What's the uh, tribe or something? Tribe is, yeah. the, is the title of next week's episode. So, um, yeah. As long as, like, if we're going to Kashyyyk and we're going to see some Wookiees and hopefully Gunji, then, yeah, let's go. Let's we'll go. be here for a much longer episode next week if that's the case. Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. I, I, yeah, I, well, I mean, like, hey, if, listen, if we go to Kashyyyk post Order 66 and there isn't, especially a clone-centric story and there isn't something to help us resolve Sev's storyline from Republic Commando, then what's the point? What are we doing? Why are I, we, I really I would, need you to I not would, do this to me right now because yeah, this is what I wanted since 2005. I, I would not get your I don't I, I don't I'm not saying that Sev is gonna like show up or anything, although we got <laughs> scorched last season. So guys, anything is possible. I need you to stop. I need you but to I just my expectations on the ground. Please I just I just want like a data pad or something like that that's uh, that's got like something in the background and you're like, hey, I think that's something to do with Sev. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I mean, like, I guess I could look right now. I could check right now. You guys want me to look? I can check. I, I no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to. I but, oh right because uh, you have the episodes. I was so confused. Yeah, I, I have like, the episodes. You're gonna check and see if Sev is in the next episode. How are you gonna do that? The thing is, is that at the point that we're recording this, Monday night at 9.46 p.m. Pacific time, I uh, it's like it comes out tomorrow night at midnight. I mean, I'll probably watch it on Wednesday, but uh, like I'm not staying up to midnight for Bad Batch, but I, I, I'm i not a weirdo like Joe. I, I'll be awake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching it. Yeah. I, but yeah, I... I don't know. I'll watch it when I watch it. As long, uh, I, but uh, at the same time, I don't know if it's if it's got Gunji in it. I don't want any spoilers, so maybe mm-hmm. I will stay up till midnight. But in any case, that's it for this episode. Talking about Entombed. I uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you, Joe and Kyle, for being here. 
Yeah. Because otherwise I'd just be talking to myself about this episode. It would have been like 15 minutes long. <laughs> um, yeah. Happy to be here. I don't know. Low, low, low energy outro to the episode. Listen, guys, they can't all be winners. All right. Like True. get off, get off our backs. True. You know, we'll get excited when there's something to be excited about. This episode, not so much. I, I, I don't know. That's it. We're we're good. We're done. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Looks like Bad Batch is blasting off again! Follow Rebel Cells on Twitter and Instagram at Rebel Cells and on Facebook at Rebel Cells Podcast. You can support the podcast in three ways. First, by going to the podcast service of your choice, leaving a rating and review to help others find the show. Second, by heading to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch. And last but not least, by heading to patreon.com thunderquack and kicking in with your monthly pledge of support to get cool rewards like exclusive podcasts and more.